Ladies and gentlemen, we're expecting some moderate turbulence. Please remain seated and enjoy the show. Hello. And welcome to... Moderate Turbulence. I'm Jeremy. I'm Adele. Hi, Adele. <laughs> Hi, Jeremy. <laughs> you giving me funny looks. I wasn't even looking at you. Anyway, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing well, Jeremy, and I'm with Roxy. Excellent, excellent. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. How was your day today? Well, today I started learning first aid in the sense of learning it to teach it. Excellent. Oh, that's like, and we all know like first aid is my favorite thing to teach. So yeah, I'm excited for you. Yeah. And Jeremy wasn't teaching me. Um, Jeremy was busy today. Yes. So I was doing what's called a group line indoctrination flight for the class that I've been teaching for the last three weeks, three and a half weeks almost. Yeah. So you're doing a condensed initial, which has to have all the components of a regular initial. It's just a lot shorter, which means you had to do this to kind of conclude everything. Kind of. So when it comes to a line indoctrination flight, there's actually two choices. Um, You can either do a group line indoctrination where we take the whole group uh, on a flight. We take them on a plane and it's just us. We have to perform several different... um, sort of unique tasks. We do a missed approach, we do turbulence, uh, rapid descent. So there's like a lot of components to it. Uh, The other option would be to have each individual go on a flight and just act as an additional crew member with a crew that's known to be a good crew and sort of show them the ropes. And it's usually a turn of some sort. So it could be like, it it could be as short as Vancouver to Calgary, then back to Vancouver. Um, or it could be a longer one. Like you, you could go all the way to Toronto, but we try to keep it short just in case you know there's mechanical issues or something that'll delay a flight. We want everybody to come home, right? Uh, and so today we elected to do a group line indoctrination flight, which was so much fun. <laughs> yeah, and so you had, of course, like your trained crew, yourself and six yeah. other instructors. So... There was, yeah, myself and six other instructors on the flight. Four mm-hmm. of us were acting as crew members. And then we had two two other qualified members who were, one was the organizer of the whole thing, who was the behind the scenes guy making sure everything went well. And the other was the narrator who sort of uh, is telling everybody over the PA system, here's what's going on, you know, with the flight while us crew members were doing what we were supposed to be doing. Yeah, and of course, the pilots and the 17 participants, you said? Yeah, it was a very small, it's the smallest line indoctrination flight I've ever done for a group line in doc, but uh, it was a lot of fun. And like over the last few weeks, we've really gotten to know these participants and uh, I like, I mean, I love them all. They're great. So yeah, we had fun. We had fun with it. I mean, that's the point. It it was very stressful. Initial training is full on. We are gearing up to do one that's about eight weeks long, which is, you know, a regular amount of time. But these people had to go through it in three weeks. So everything we're going to do in eight weeks, they did in three weeks. Yeah. You don't do that for everybody, the three-week like condensed version. That's only for people who have uh, taken the whole initial training in the past. Or if they're coming from like another airline and they're not taking a flying role, but like a, a role within training, then in cases like that, you could do special initial, which is what we call spin. 
So yeah, just a, just a big shout out to uh, all of the participants today. Congratulations. Today was their final day of training. So from here on, they are qualified flight attendants. They can go back on the line and start flying again. And uh, many of them are based in Calgary, actually. So we'll be flying with them when we go back flying. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully they don't all transfer before we get back. <laughs> um, and uh, our flight actually coming back back from Calgary to Vancouver next Monday has some open positions. So we were just talking about how we hope possibly that some of them will be on that crew. Yeah. So maybe see you in the air on Monday and we'll have Roxy there. So (laughs) yeah. So you could meet Roxy. Yeah. Um, That'll be fun. Yeah. So yeah, after three weeks of intense exams, pretty much almost daily, they had exams. It feels like it's almost daily. Yeah. Yeah. Every aircraft, then like everything from like, we do quizzes and exams for firefighting, then there's practical exams, then there's like, it's just, it's, it's intense. There's a lot going on. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you said you had a lot of fun, but it's also a Transport Canada regulated um, portion of training. Yeah, exactly. So, well, I mean, I, I've done one as a participant back in 2016, when I did my initial training, um, but I've never worked in training before. I've never done one as an instructor. Jeremy's done many, many, many of them. Not many, but yeah, I've done a handful. Yeah. Yeah. You've done enough to know that certain ones have gone not as smoothly. And today you said it was the easiest, most fun, most It was seamless. Stress-free. Yeah. It's and like I've had lots of different things come up on the day of. You don't you don't know what your how the operation is going to work. So basically, we we get an aircraft, we have pilots, and we board the plane and we go. Now, depending which base you're in, things can work a little differently. We're lucky that in Vancouver, we basically like our training center backs onto the hangar. So you walk through the training center, open a door, and boom, there's your aircraft. So it's kind of nice for that. Um, but I've had issues in the past where all of a sudden. Uh, the aircraft that we were supposed to use is needed somewhere else in the operation. So they're like, nope, we're using that plane. You need to find it. Like, we need to find you another plane. I've had issues where uh, the, there was issues with the pilots and uh, pilots weren't able to make it on the flight right away at the at the proper time. Um, the last one I did, which was great, uh, about a month ago, we did, uh, we had to pick up participants in Montreal. So we started in Toronto, went to Montreal, picked up participants did our line indoctrination flight, landed back in Montreal, dropped off the participants, then went back home to Toronto. That was a long day. <laughs> yeah, well, in Montreal, we also just left from the training center. So did you land at the training center? Or in did Montreal? you pick them up at the airport? We picked them up uh, on the tarmac close to the training center. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, um, yeah, There obviously every facility is different in Calgary. Well, there's no not really any training center there there's well not for half, like initial yeah. half of one yeah there's a room somewhere <laughs> for us for us other airlines might have a full training center but for us yeah because calgary is our smallest of the of the four bases that we have and there's no need to do full initial trainings there like you know we just do annual recurrent training and that's good because mm-hmm, we have a small base you know it's our little family out yeah. in calgary um but yeah and if it hasn't been clear yet the aircraft that you have is just for the line indoctrination. It's just for you guys. Yeah. So you had your six six or seven crew members, the well, two pilots and the 17 participants. Yeah. That is all. Yeah. 
no yeah. one else. It's not a commercial flight. There's You're not no going anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, it's just you, you, you folk, you people, <laughs> you folk. <laughs> um. And as yeah. you said, you have to do certain maneuvers yeah. to kind so, of initiate them in the sensations and the proceedings of exactly how an airplane feels and works in different scenarios so you know how to deal with it should it happen in real life so i'm just going to briefly go over some of the components that we cover so we do a missed approach a missed approach is when you're coming in for a landing and instead of landing for whatever reason and it could be something as silly as a moose on the runway i like using that example it's an old example that we used in our airline because it happened once in st john's newfoundland uh so you're coming in for your landing and oh no there's a moose on the runway we can't land because there's a moose so you have to go full throttle and climb again and go around before you can try to land again it could be something as like fog i've had missed approaches for uh another aircraft taxied onto the runway improperly and then you have to do a missed approach um so there's many different reasons but basically it's the sensation of going full throttle and when you think you're about to touch down all of a sudden you get thrown to the back of your seat and you start climbing again it's a it's a neat thing have you ever had a missed approach in in real life not in a line indoctrination flight uh semi um we were landing in in frankfurt or back from frankfurt one time it wasn't as intense. It was a wide body aircraft. Mm-hmm. So most likely a 777-300. Uh, and we were in the landing mode. We were all sitting in our jump seats and we we're about to land. And then suddenly we weren't landing, but it wasn't a an intense sensation. We yeah. knew we had, hadn't landed and we're now suddenly ascending. But yeah, it wasn't a dramatic feeling um, like they forcefully do in um the line indoctrination or if you're literally about to touch down and you last last minute realize that uh you cannot land (laughs) yeah um but yeah but it could happen anytime you could be you know five minutes from touchdown then you suddenly get a message from air traffic control and letting you know that you cannot land and there you go you have to go back up which wouldn't which most likely is what happened in my situation Nothing dramatic, nothing yeah. serious, no urgent, no emergency. Uh, but yeah, we couldn't land at that moment. So we circled, I think, you know, 10, 15 minutes and then we were on the ground. No problem. Oh, yeah. um, I've had a few missed approaches, uh, mostly due to fog uh, or weather in the arrival airport. So once actually I had four or five missed approaches going into Ottawa. And then finally, they're like, yeah, due to fuel constraints, we're going to go to Montreal. So we go to Montreal, refuel. Oh, the weather cleared up. Fly back to Ottawa. <laughs> uh, I've had missed approaches in St. John's on New Year's Eve, which we never ended up having like a midnight <laughs> because of the different time zones. Uh, but yeah, we had missed approach, uh, couldn't land, and then went to Halifax. Um, so it happens. It's fairly common. Um, you don't want it to happen, but for the line indoctrination flight, you know what the sensation is and, and how to react. Uh, so the next sort of big thing we do is a rapid descent. Now, a rapid descent would be used if you had a decompression. So, you know, the plane loses pressure, oxygen masks come down, and you need to, the reason why you're doing a rapid descent, you need to get to a safe, breathable altitude as quickly as possible. So we sort of go through our procedures and then feel the sensation of the rapid descent. Uh, We spoke with the pilots after and they said we were descending at a rate uh, 
greater than 6,000 feet per minute, which is close to three times the average rate for descent. Average rate for descent is usually anywhere from 1,800 to uh, 2,500 feet per second, and we were over 6,000. Per second or minute? I'm sorry, per minute, yes. Oh, like, per Whoa. second would be, a, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Thank you for correcting me. Yes, yeah, so uh, 1,800 to 2,500-ish uh, feet per minute. Uh, and so, yeah, we were at 6,000 or above 6,000 feet per minute. So it was it was pretty neat. It didn't feel that dramatic, but that sort of initial, ooh, because normal descent, you know, usually throttle back and then the nose goes down and you go on descent and it's a nice sort of gradual thing. This one, they don't really throttle back as much, but they still point the nose down and get you down to a safe altitude as quick as possible. Uh, so yeah, that was our rapid descent. Um, the other things we did, like we simulate turbulence and things like that, but it's I mean, we've all felt turbulence before, so that's not not a big thing. Well, um, I mean, that's that's the thing about aligned indoctrination is that when you train initial participants, their new hire, newly hired flight attendants, yeah. they may never have been on an airplane before. It, and, you know, you usually get a couple per phase. If you're doing a, a large phase of training, you usually get a couple who have never actually been on an airplane before. It's yeah, it's kind of exciting for that. For this one, I mean, they were more seasoned, but yeah. Yeah, but that's the point. Like you said, oh, we, we, most of us have felt turbulence before, but in a new higher batch of, I don't know, hundreds of participants, you could get someone who's never flown before. They've always yeah. wanted to. They've always wanted to be in an airplane and, and you know, travel and experience that uh that life and that side of things. But uh, yeah, if you've never felt turbulence before, it could be really scary yeah. if you don't know what's happening. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, so on these flights, if there's no sort of turbulent air anywhere, then the pilots will simulate turbulence. And I like, to me, it feels fake. It feels like fake turbulence. They shook the plane a little bit today with some fake turbulence, but it wasn't overly dramatic. And the pilots even said afterwards, like, like everyone on this flight, like for this line indoctrination flight has flown as a flight attendant before. So they know the sensation. They felt real turbulence before. So it was just sort of, you know, going through the motions and, and you know, doing it a little bit. Uh, it was still a little bit of fun. Now, the big part of, uh, of what we did today is um, we call it a prepared emergency landing. And that's where we, I mean, we're simulating that there's an emergency on board and we have to prepare the cabin for an emergency landing. And for this, we have to go through the motions of, of following our prepared emergency landing cards, making sure all passengers comply with all of our rules and regulations. And it's a several step process. Uh, and so we actually do that on board an aircraft while we're descending, following all of the time limits that the pilots have given. Uh, and then there's like shouted commands involved right until we land on the runway. And we actually had clearance to like come to a complete stop on the runway, which is very rare. So it kind of brought more realism to it. And it was really cool. Like I got to shout my commands today. That's why my voice is probably a little, a little more hoarse than usual. <laughs> How long did you have to shout them for? Well, I mean, in our procedure, it's about 30 seconds, but it's 30 seconds before touchdown and then however long it takes to come to a complete stop. So yeah, probably a minute or two. Yeah. And you know, they're not named like that for no reason. You're actually shouting them 
pretty much at the top of your voice because mm-hmm. you need to be heard by the passengers. Yeah. And it, well, uh, just a fun, fun fact on that is uh, we spoke with some of the participants who were sitting over wing and they were like, yeah, we could hear it, but it was really faint and over wing. They're hearing it from the front and from the back. And yeah. So that's the middle of the plane. <laughs> yeah. And trust me, I can project like I, you know, I spent a lifetime of pretending to be a singer. I know how to project. I was yelling like big time. Yeah. So, yeah, that's crazy that they couldn't really hear you. Yeah. And, the, you know, the aircraft was in full. People weren't wearing their headsets or, or watching movies or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. That's why we're, we're trained for what we're doing because, you know, we're trained for best case scenario, but we don't. We don't know what could happen. So if we're we're as good as we possibly could be, then everything else hopefully, you know, yeah. will chip away a little bit, but it won't take away from the whole overall situation yeah. of preparedness for whatever emergency. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so yeah, I think going to be a quick, a, a short little episode today. I uh, just wanted to give you some insight as to what goes on when it comes to a group line indoctrination flight as compared to an individual line in dock. And uh, just want to s- shout out uh, everybody that was on our flight today and a big congratulations to all of our recent graduates of special initial training at Vancouver, November 2021. You know who you are and uh, congratulations. We can't wait to see you in the air. Yeah, congrats. I was in and out of uh, both of those classes. I didn't get to teach them all that much, but uh, I saw them and I met them and I love them and I can't wait to fly with them. And it was those were some of the first classes that you actually got to facilitate lesson plans with. So Exactly. They were my guinea pigs, so I hope <laughs> I don't scar them. But uh, yeah. They're they, all successful. They're all out there now. Exactly. So the initial participants that I will see in about a week and a half from now, they will benefit because (laughs) the spinners uh, indulged my teaching. Yep. And also uh, for me, just a shout out to all of the colleagues that I had to work with today for the group line indoctrination flight. Um, I'm not going to use last names, obviously, but especially Kevin, who who was our organizer. Um, He just did a fabulous job of getting everything together to make it such a a seamless process for everyone involved. So big thanks to all of our fellow crew members. Oh, Trevor was one of our crew members, so he'll be on the podcast soon. Oh, Trevor. And and the rest, Steve, Jonathan, Emily, Kevin, uh, our pilots. And uh, yeah, can't wait for the next one. All right. Well, to all of you out there, you know that if you are flying... Better be nice to your flight attendants because it might be one of the new ones that just graduated today. And they might have to save your butt one day. All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye now. Bye. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Don't forget to rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts. We have new episodes every Wednesday. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Moderate Turbulence on Instagram, at Mod Turbulence on Twitter, and follow us individually on Instagram at Huffy J and at La Delvi. Thank you.